2: Victory Monday, everybody. Welcome inside the SWBC podcast studios here at The Star. I'm Nui Scruggs, along with the ultimate survivor. He is Danny McCray. Our other partner, Barry Church, is. Um, Let's hear it. Got a very, very, very valid excuse for not being with us today.
0: Hold on. Wait. Listen, let me tell you something. Hey, 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 Chris, Chris, CB. Um, when I, when our intro What's comes up? on, Barry Church is first. Okay, he got about two of the three most shows to miss in 2021 before he is moved down. All right, we can't be Barry Church. He's not here. All right, so we, we just got to decide that we even need to keep him on there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I need to cut him out of the open. Is that what you Yeah, you he's might not, have to. When cut. he's not here, just get rid of him out of
0: yeah, the open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because. You, yeah. you want it customized. Yeah, yeah, customized. Because, okay, we'll you know, Barry, yeah, yeah. Customized oh. for yeah. every show. I'll, <laughs> just, I'll run that up the chain. Just yeah. be yeah. like, and missing Barry Church. And, yeah. yeah, you know, like <laughs> Danny McCrae, Newey Scruggs, and missing Barry. I like, yeah, that, that, that'll that work.
3: Are we can have the sad trombone
2: <laughs> like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's
0: yeah. do that. All right. So,
2: Church uh, was out, and he couldn't fly back. Now, there are two valid reasons. One, he said the storms last night prevented him from getting on his flight, getting in town, ta- which are legitimate.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: I, I was at, here. I work at a TV news station. My man came in, Rick Mitchell came in. Uh, he was doing, uh, I mean, it was 8 o'clock, and he was already, you know, all during the game was doing, you know, some people weren't happy, uh, <laughs> giving updates all during the game about everything that was going on. And so, so that's legitimate. And then two, if he was on Southwest Airlines, he probably wouldn't get on no flight because mm. the whole bunch of those folks decided they weren't going to work. Now, Let, I kind of doubt know, church yeah. was on Southwest. <laughs> you
0: know Barry Church is not flying Southwest, right? I don't He's, think they have
2: first class yeah. on Southwest,
0: yeah, it's yeah, like that's, you know. that, that's, not, that's not a Barry Church thing right there. see though. church and family picking, oh, trying to get over I'm here. Trying to get first, <laughs> the first group one. <laughs> nah, nah. Let's get yeah. our bag
2: lunch to get that group. Yeah, I don't, I am don't, don't, just, just... So saying. your second one is no longer valid. So I'm just, I, it, <laughs> possibly. Maybe last minute he was trying to get on the fly. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't okay. Know. So, church. Church is not here today for Victory Monday. Hope he had fun out there. It was a very nice place he went to. It was one of my favorite places, so I hope he had a great time. Cowboys win 44-20. to We're not going to spend a whole lot of time looking at any negatives. We're just mm-hmm. going to have fun today and, and, and drink the Kool-Aid of a team that is 4-1 and, and in first place in the NFC East. One of the things that I want to talk about, amongst the record, which is something that Dak Prescott got beat up a lot on over the summer. I remember Dan Orlovsky being one of the people beating the drum. Many people beat the drum on this. Okay, fine. Can Dak beat good teams? Oh, yeah, he's got a nice record. Who are you beating that's any good? So they have, boy, you got a lot of time. They have parceled out (laughs) and broken down the ratios of good teams versus losing teams. So the Cowboys are 4-1 this year. Their first win was over a team that is 4-1 right now. The L.A. Chargers
0: and looking like looking like the best team in the AFC.
2: I'll give. Denver, I mean, I, I got to give a uh, Buffalo over. You
0: okay, L-C. looking like one of the best teams in the but, AFC. But, top two, top two.
2: But they uh, they, yeah. they, they are a contender. You, Absolutely. You know, if they ended up in Los Angeles at the Super Bowl, their own stadium, you would not be shocked and surprised. Boy, I feel bad for Anthony Lynn, no longer the head coach there, because you see the second year maturation of Justin Herbert and what he's been able to do. Wow, that's a really good quarterback and. I feel sad for the brother GM down there in Miami who decided he was going to take two. Look, <laughs> Justin I,
0: Herbert. I will say this for Anthony. Well, against Anthony Lynn, all right, because Justin Herbert was playing very well last year. When, once when he got in the game, there were just some coaching mistakes that were getting made where they just could not finish at the end of games. So he had Justin Herbert in time for him to get some wins on his uh, under his belt and, and and make a case for him to still be uh, with the LA Chargers, but. Didn't work out for him, um, and,
2: and that's the difference in this year. I mean, yeah. I can sit up here all day long, and Anthony Lynn, former assistant here with the Cowboys, who I absolutely uh, love as a person. Yes, the difference is they're winning the games that they lost last year. They they found ways to lose, and I look at the Chargers. It, it's so much of Anthony's tenure. It was not that they lost games; they gave away games. Mm-hmm. I mean, Often. gave away football <laughs> games, and, and you can't do that for long. And, and the Chargers' ownership of the, the Spanos, they gave him enough time. So uh, it, it happened, and this is kind of the – when you look at it, you say, okay, what happens if you don't give away these games? It's a 4-1 football team with a quarterback playing really well. So they're 4-1. Uh, they beat the Carolina Panthers. Panthers came in here as a first place, undefeated team. Panthers have now dropped two straight, lost to the Cowboys and Philadelphia. But that's still a three and two football game. I mean, football team. You beat Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a two and three. Who they beat Carolina yesterday. The Giants are one and four. Who you beat yesterday by twenty four. But you knew those teams were. You knew you were better than those teams. Okay. When people were talking about the division this year, you you were saying Dallas, Washington. The other two weren't even in the conversation. So the four and one record, I wanted to stand on it and just say, hey, look, it's legitimate. So many times you can look at it, you know, oh, how legitimate are they? Um, this is legitimate. It's, I, I think it's, it's, it's
0: legit because, one, you have to beat who, who you play for. against, right? right? And then you have to perform up to your standard when you play them. And I think we've done that, right? Yes. W- uh, with the exception of, like, blowing them out and at the end of the game getting those garbage yards and letting people back in the game once it's really over, we've been uh, performing how we expect to when we play those teams that we know we should beat. Also <laughs> – we are rolling and getting better each and every week. Like on uh, and this is every phase of the game. So if you start on offense in the, in the beginning of the season, you say, "Man, we need to get our running game going. Running game's rolling." You look at defense, you say, "We need to stop the pass because we're giving up a lot of passing yards. We got 10 interceptions." Right. Special teams is like we, we want to make sure that the plays that they call us out for on special teams are positive. You see C.J. Goodwin run down there on punt, make a big time play on special teams. We are continuing to get better. And if we put it all together and we continue to get better throughout this entire season, the sky's the limit for us.
2: The only loss the Cowboys have is a last second field goal against the Super Bowl champions in their house. Yeah. Yeah. And missing Zach Martin on that very day. And we're not healthy.
0: <laughs> I mean, you think about how much better we're getting so far. We got Leo Collins out. We got Gallup out. We got Tank out. We got Neville
2: Gallimore out. You had, you could, Rand, you had Randy Gregory Randy. out of the game. You had Torrance, Dorrance Armstrong out of the game. You had Star Safety Wilson. I mean, you you all along, you, you just this guy was gone. This guy was gone. So there are a lot of positives. And credit to head coach Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. Because they have made no excuses. And they've put together a program in which the next player goes up. One of the things that Mike talks about a lot, and you saw it in Hard Knocks, and he mentions it all the time at the podium, it took 73 players to win a Super Bowl when he was with the Green Bay Packers. And I remember that being there at that Super Bowl game, and Donald Driver went out. I was like, boy, where are you going now? And they had a lot of guys. Within that gate, Charles Woodson got hurt in the gate. They won it. They just kept going. So you see those traits of what he was talking about, and, and they're there. They're there for the football team. I like what you talked about with the run game here. Let's listen to Dak Prescott on the Cowboys run game, which had 201 yards of rushing on 39 attempts against the Giants on Sunday.
4: Yeah, it makes my job a lot easier. I mean, it starts with the offensive line. Um, those guys are doing a great job. Week in and week out, whatever look that they're getting um, of dominating the guys in front of them and dominating that look and giving those guys, those backs, lanes to run in. Uh, and then whether it's Zeke or whether it's Tony, they're both hitting and they're getting to the second level, making guys miss, and it's impressive. And when you're able to do that, you get the box counts that you want to be able to take advantage of them outside, and we're able to do that. Um, but as you said, to have a guy go for 100, a guy go for 75, and 300 in the air, um, I think that just talks about the whole offense. Uh, but it starts with the offensive line and the way that they're um, established in the run.
0: Your thoughts. I love it. Listen, for, for as much uh, criticism as Jason Garrett took when he was here, we were a running team where you started with it was up front. We want to dominate the line of scrimmage and lean on those guys on the defensive line. So when you get to the end of the game, those two-yard runs turn into 15-yard runs, yes. to 20-yard runs. And we are back to that, right? When you watch the game, you say, look, this is this is how we're going to play. No matter what, no matter how many receivers we got out, no matter who we're missing, we can lean on the fact that, our O-line is better than theirs. We can lean on the fact that our running backs are better than their linebackers and their secondary players, and we've done that for the last three weeks. And the way that we've won these games, this is the recipe for success for the rest of the season. We, we were worried about Kellen Moore calling, uh, calling runs in the first game, and he came and showed us, don't, don't worry, y'all, I got this.
2: I go back to something Mike McCarthy said all in the offseason. We want to be a balanced football team. He said, we threw the ball too much last year, and and we're seeing that take place. So, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, another 100-yard game. But how about uh, Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard, 75 yards rushing in this football game. And I just kind of was going down, looking at the list. All right, what did some other guys do yesterday in terms of running the football here? Uh, Miles Sanders of Philadelphia, Mm. uh, 11 carries, 45 yards. Killing my fantasy team. Uh, I didn't take him. (laughs) I knew not to take that guy. I knew not to touch any of that. Um, Josh Jacobs, first-round draft pick of the Raiders. 15 carries, 48 yards yesterday. Um, Joe Mixon had 10 carries for 33 yards. Uh, Samajay Ryan for Cincinnati, 59 yards. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, 14 carries, 103 yards. Had a long of 57 on his. My, name,
0: my man James, Rob- James Robinson, he had a long of 50-something and had 102, 100 and whatever.
2: Right. And I bring this up here as so I'm just kind of scrolling and looking at just some of the other box scores here. Uh, from when you see tony pollard gets 14 carries for 75 yards and this is backup stuff you know you're the number 2 uh, and you see zeke with 21 carries and 110 yards you just you just know that what they're doing right now is very uncommon in the league. You know, 75 yards for for, a, for more than half these teams yesterday, Tony probably would have been leading Russia for a whole oh. lot of football teams yesterday. We, <laughs> listen, teams. Uh,
0: and we, and we, we mentioned this at the beginning of the season. If you're going to do this, you want to mirror what the Cleveland Browns did yes. with Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb, all right, Ooh. that is that is a perfect recipe to see. Hey, man, we gonna take it, and we don't need to take it out of Dak hands like they needed to take it out of Baker Mayfield hands. But if you are gonna have a running game like that, when you got a one two punch, that is a true one two punch. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and Tony Pollard.
2: Okay, thank you, thank you. Very good stuff here. So just looking at what happened yesterday, Dak Prescott thirty three attempts, three hundred uh, three yards, three touchdowns. Baker Mayfield. 32 attempts, 305, two touchdowns. Rushing game, 35 attempts, 230 uh, yards for Cleveland on the ground. Cowboys, 201 yards on the ground, 39 attempts. Chubb, 21, 161. Kareem Hunt, 12, 61. We just kind of see the, the, you know, we, they truly are doing what the Browns are doing right now, except the Browns lost to the Chargers. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, and, and that, was a, to- yeah, that was a totally different game than the game that we played. Which is why I have to give our defensive Dan Quinn so much love. The Browns have a good defense. You wouldn't be able to tell yesterday, right? That was a, that was an offensive shootout. Nobody stopping, nobody stopping the pass. Nobody stopping the run. They came here and scored with seventeen. Yeah. We beat them twenty to seventeen. That's the way our defense is playing. Now we did get a couple of lucky calls, and I take those because sometimes when you're on your way to making those runs in, in football, you got to get lucky <laughs> some, some, some uh, good, somewhere along the good way. Teams luck. Good, good teams create. Absolutely, good teams create
2: luck. I mean, through the years, you always say, man, how did the Patriots get the, get all these calls? Good football team. Yeah. Even when the Cowboys winning at the night, oh, they get all the calls. Well, good teams get calls. That's usually just how it works. When you're good, they give you the benefit of the doubt many times on things. By the way, Austin Eckler, 66 yards rushing on 17 carries. Tony Pollard, 14 carries, 75 (laughs) yards. Tony Pollard would have been a leading rusher on a whole lot of teams in the Mm -hmm. National Football League yesterday. They're running the football very well. Ezekiel Elliott had another 100-yard game. Um, Chris Bean, please, give me the cut where Zeke – praises the offensive line and what the Cowboys are doing. And, oh, by the way, this is still not the offensive line that the Cowboys have drawn up that they wanted to go have play on Sundays.
4: Yeah, it, it all starts up front, uh, the O-line. You know, from the beginning of the game
2: where they established a line of scrimmage, they uh, dominate the, the line of scrimmage, and um, they got
4: their run game going, and uh, everything fell into place after that.
2: Keep in mind, game one, Cowboys didn't have Zach Martin. So you still have yet to play the five, Starting offensive lineman that you drew up on the board, he said, these are our guys. Has not yet has not happened. Uh, Terrence Steele will get another start this week at right tackle. And then Collins, well, he's seeking an injunction this week, so we'll see. But at this point in time, I'm going to assume Terrence Steele right. is your starting right tackle against the New England Patriots. And then Collins comes back. Terrence Steele, bravo. OK, uh, I, I want to make sure we continue to give that young man props for what he's done here and allowed the Cowboys to to put together this run game and pass. game. they've not missed a beat. And there was a worry that the Cowboys would, would not be able to be uh, at their best with Terrence still out there. Do you put a Zach Martin from guard over there? I mean, he this guy has has made all of us forget he's out there.
0: Well, him. He, look, shout out to him because he is playing well. Um, Kellen Moore is also doing a hell of a job Because I remember In the past two years We said hey man When you get these guys out here Swing tapping You're not helping them What is going to help them the most? Help starting your <laughs> tight end. getting your tight end and getting your run running. game going right. Yes, these offensive linemen play like ahead. to maul play guys, ahead. right? So now when you get the defense off balance, they're not able to just pin their ears back and rush you all the time. They have to play honest. Yes. The running game is helping the entire offense when you're missing a gallop when you got a banged up Amari Cooper. Your running game is carrying you through through uh, through this what three game win streak. So I mean, was it four game win streak? Sorry, so. Uh, Shout out to Kellen Moore. Shout out to Terrence Steele. Shout out to Coach McCarthy for making sure he has these guys ready to go. Is it Philbin? Shout out to Joe Philbin. Shout out to Joe Philbin because, and I'm so, this is what makes me so excited because we have the correct coaching staff this year. Last year, we saw what bad coaching can do for you, right? It
2: ruined our season. And I stand up one more time. It was on this very Dallas Cowboys podcast. We all spoke about. If you're going to hire Dan Quinn, let him bring in his coaches. Let him bring in the people who understand what he's doing so he doesn't have to coach the coaches, which was a problem with Mike Nolan last year. Brings in his D-line coach. He brings in his DB coach. And George Edwards is one of the best coaches in the game. And you see what he's doing with the linebackers. There. They brought in people who all are on the same page. Joe Witt's on the same page. They kept Al Harris. I mean, they've got a very good coaching staff, and everyone has bought in.
0: And they're not scared to get they, let, let the players play. You're getting the young guys in the game. You're getting guys, and listen, they literally look at the roster and say if this guy can play, he will get in the game. And that is the ultimate respect for your players, and players love coaches that do that. If you're going to earn your right to get on the field, then we'll put you out there.
2: That has not been the case the last 10 years. Nope. It's not been the case. Too many guys were gifted jobs because of who they were. Cowboys win 44-20. to 20. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Let's take a break. When we come back, Amari Cooper said something that, some people thought, yeah, and other people said, whoa. I look at it and I say, yeah. Let's discuss it next right here. Players Live, DallasCowboys.com radio. Honey, big news.
3: Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm
1: not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash.
4: Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers.
3: where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way.
1: If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo, Yokiero, Yo, chiaro, guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the road.
2: Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy your games. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, performances, beer, gardens, and ore. Game ticket required. Tell that to you one more time. Game ticket required. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Yes, it's swanky. It's cool. But you got to have a ticket.
0: Yeah, even if it's SRO. Get you a standing room only ticket and, and go hang out at the Miller
2: Lighthouse. This is Playerslash brought to you by Hotels.com. He is the ultimate survivor, Danny McRae. Make sure you're checking Danny out every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on CBS. He is a part of the Survivor Cast 41. Danny survived three <laughs> epic challenges. And let me tell you, man, I look at these challenges I don't know how you I don't know how you guys are getting through this thing. Um I'd be gassed.
0: Oh, we're gassed. <laughs> you see, you, you take like two or three steps, and then you like, man, t- where's my out, energy tapped going? Tapped
2: out, man. I got all the swimming. Oh, yeah,
0: swimming. <laughs> I'm going to run. Jumping. Huh? What? Again. Nice like, stuff,
2: the? And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, where's the medic for this? Because you've got to have some folks and tap out. Maybe you all are showing that, and you can't give away any secrets. But I'm just thinking about it. Somebody has had to just like, oh, Elizabeth, I'm coming to you. I'm going to have a heart attack out here. So um, this is my first time watching Survivor. I'm enjoying the show very much. And anyway, you're doing a good job. So every Wednesday, check it out. Danny is still right there. And, um, it's good. He cannot reveal anything because he's been, a, but as a cast member, that's the contract you sign when you do reality television. They don't want the cast talking because you don't want any, anything to get spoiled. So, and then a lot of times, too, he's finding out on the show what was actually <laughs> yes. said. You, he doesn't understand and know because they want to keep it all secret.
0: Yeah, and it's it's actually more exciting that way, right? You don't want me to, 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 to spoil something for you, then you already know what's going on. Then you might not watch it. And it's actually, like Nui says, a great show. Like, a lot of new viewers are coming to me, like, man, I can't believe I never watched this before. It's so interesting. Exactly. You watch Church you know, sit here and be super animated. He already has a connection, an emotional connection to some of these players, and like, he wants them out. And it, like, any every new viewer has come up and had the same feeling. So make sure you check the show out.
2: Survivor, Wednesdays at 7. If you didn't catch it, go to CBS.com. That's what I did the other day. Um, I had missed it, and so I got up that morning Thursday, took my little iPad, got on the uh, treadmill at the gym, and just watched the show right there. So CBS.com, there's no reason for you not to watch. It's available, okay? <laughs> it is available to you. All right, Cowboys win 44-20 to 20 over the New York Giants. They come home and sweep the three football games. So good on them. Four and one record right now, dominating the NFC East. Washington's got some work to do. Because all this kind of talk about, well, Washington's going to win, and the Cowboys are not. You talk about eating the cheese. This is a team that was supposed to be a good defensive football team. Their defense is terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, their defense is getting worked on the reg. And Jameis Winston had struggled. He struggled the past couple of football games, man. James go over there, lit them up like a firecracker yesterday. This is is why four touchdowns. This is why you
0: (laughs) always go into every year, and you can't say, "Hey, man, this team had a good defense last year. Their front seven was good last year." So we already know the only thing they need to fix is their secondary. The NFL doesn't work that way. You can be as good as you want to be in one year, and the next year, if your team isn't getting better, your coaching staff isn't making sure you're not staying the same and you still got that chip on your shoulder, then you can all of a sudden slide to the bottom of the league. It happens all of the time. And then here we have the total 180 for our team. Our defense came out with a chip on their shoulder because they played horrible last year, and we are making a complete 180, especially in the turnover category.
2: Look, man, I got to give you credit. You did say it. I didn't want to believe it, but you said it. Hey, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, you kept preaching. To man, I, I've got to see it because I just been so dis- I've been so disappointed in the past. But Dan Quinn has been fantastic for them. And then we're not even talking about the fact that they let go of Jalen Smith this week. And you did not miss Jalen Smith at all. Have you, have you heard anybody say anything about Tank? He's going to be great when he gets back. But
0: even without Tank, we've been playing. Really, really well. Have you mentioned uh, Neville Gallimore? Nope. <laughs> no. And these, these players are coming back to make us better. But we've been holding on and, and, and really elevating our game, missing those players. And we're continuing to get turnovers, continuing to get big stops. And really, teams are only putting up yards and getting points. When the game's out of hand and out of reach.
2: I'm a big, big college basketball fan. And one of the things that I enjoy through the years about the NCAA tournament, I tell people, is it does reward good coaching. It rewards you being able to build your team up and then you get them towards March in your conference tournament. And then you get them in the NCAA tournament and then you can go on a run. I look at UCLA, went on a you know, run where they got to the Final Four and, and it was you just saw the team growing and getting better. This Cowboys team has the ability to grow and get better because you're going to see guys coming back to the roster. And that, to me, is if you're a Cowboy fan and you're sitting around here saying, hey, um, could this team be special? As Troy Aikman mentioned the word special during the broadcast for Fox, that's not crazy. fact, listen to Amari Cooper. Cowboys started slow on offense yesterday. Uncharacteristically sl- slow, and Dak Prescott making some early mistakes. Here's what Cooper had to say after the game about this football team.
4: It's not about the opponent we play. It's 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 about like our standard. It's about like us being the best we could possibly be. Um, because you know our mind our mindset is on a championship. Um, to be a championship, you want to be clean. Like as an offense, our goal should be to score every drive. When you score every drive, how can you lose? You know. And so um, when we fall short of that, um, that's when I kind of get like worried a little bit because. You know when you're on a roll like this it's just uh you start thinking about a super bowl you know i mean that that's that's just the reality of it and um you start to want it more and more and more and more the closer you get you know and and you just start to worry about the little things more like um, if we get stopped this drive thing what if that happens you know later and see that's just how i'll be looking at it but um we just gotta we just gotta play a little bit cleaner and i think we could that's the only reason i'm talking like this because i really think we could
2: that is Amari Cooper, Cowboys wide receiver, as the Cowboys get a forty four to twenty win and he's sitting here talking about improvement. That is a mentality that you get at the University of Alabama because Nick Saban is always talking about the process. There's a book that uh, was written called Fourth and Goal Every Day by uh, Phil Savage, and he, he's been around that program forever. And, and that was just the kind of mentality they have is you know, doing it that way. Uh, John Wooden, when he coached at UCLA, if you're reading the books about him and how his mentality was about games and the way you go about about winning, it's right there. And if this is now permeating in the locker room, because Dak Prescott talked about, yeah, it's nice to win, but let's move on. That's what you need to win. Too many times, Cowboy Nation has celebrated wins probably too much. It's fine on a Victory Monday for you, Danny McRae, to talk about this, Dewey Scruggs to talk about this, Cowboy Nation. I like the fact that these guys are looking at themselves and saying, you know, that wasn't our best effort. It's a good effort. But it wasn't our best effort.
0: Well, listen, I, I think he said everything the correct way. Anybody who who listened to that entire thing and said, "Oh man, he's he's jumping the gun," y'all didn't hear what he said. He said the more you win and the closer you get, the more attention to detail you have to pay. The more you have to worry about the small things, the small mistakes that you are making that you know will stop you from getting to where you want to go. He literally listed this out. Not, hey, man, we're going to go win the Super Bowl. He said if we want to win the Super Bowl, those little things, those little mistakes that we're making, we really have to worry about them. They have to bother us enough for us to go into the next game and say, hey, we got to be better than we were last week. Totally perfect. The dude is, you're right, Nick Saban. And, you know, unfortunately, AM did take him down this week. But I can promise you this they're on to the next one. <laughs> they are on to the next one.
2: And you know who has that mentality? Jimbo Fisher, who was a head coach. Mm-hmm. You, you, that it, It's something that, if you, if you do it correctly, you start to learn them. And, you know, Jimbo has won a national championship using those very techniques and the things that, that he had gotten from Nick Saban. Was, he, has a, he has a program.
0: He has a team lose to Arkansas. Everybody's like, oh, my God. And, What's wrong and with that You and start off 0-2 in and, the West. And then what? Alabama comes. On to the next one, guys. On to the next one. If we stop doing those little things, making those small mistakes that cause people to lose games, then we can come up and win a big one. And what do you do? Beat what? Alabama.
2: Beat Alabama and really shut up his fan base, which was howling at him. Maybe somebody can go ahead and give some of that advice to Dan Campbell, who broke down <laughs> crying at the podium. And I felt for the man. Dan Campbell, former Dallas Cowboys tight end here, um, always, you know, he was a media favorite. We all like Dan. And to watch Dan break down yesterday reminded me of what what I read in Bill Walsh's book called The Score Takes Care of Everything Itself. You put so much into it, and you just start to wonder, man, my goodness gracious, when do we catch a break? And the lines with another heartbreaking 50 plus yard field goal to beat them, and, and they're over on the season. But I like the mentality of what Amari Cooper said. It wasn't said with any arrogance, it was said with this is how we are going about our business and the Cowboys are a four and one football team. Start to look at this NFC East the way it's shaping up right now. Just in the East, Cowboys four and one. In the north, Green Bay, four and one. South, Tampa Bay, four and one. NFC West Arizona 5 and 0 Rams 4 and 1 Seahawks 2 and 3 San Francisco 2 and 3 with quarterback issues man Russell Wilson's going to miss some time Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay healthy there I, A lot of people had the 49ers and the Seahawks in the playoffs some people had them win the division. I had the Niners win the division, but you know, you just saw these two football teams that people were assuming, and you just see right now it's not going that way.
0: I'll tell you, the, the great thing about that is um, because I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Okay, Dan Quinn bought me my cup of Kool-Aid. Okay. You know, my solo red cup. The best thing about the NFC West is we're probably going to be fighting with one uh, Green Bay in the north and Arizona in the west uh, for the number one seed because you only get one and you, only, you get that one buy. All right. The competition in that division when Russell Wilson returns and we know that, uh, that San Francisco is always going to play you hard can possibly help us eliminate Arizona as as the number one seed and have us going up against Green Bay. So I'm excited for what's going on over there in the West because we know that no matter what Seattle's record is, they are still the Seattle Seahawks.
2: When you start thinking about that in the 17-game schedule now, they've added more, more teams to the playoffs that there's only going to have one bye. That's where you hate how New England couldn't close the deal. Nick yeah. Fulff couldn't kick that field goal to beat Tampa Bay. You hate how the Bengals couldn't finish off the deal against the Green Bay Packers yesterday at Cincinnati. You you need a little bit of help yeah. there. That you, <laughs> you're needing some help and you're just not getting it. And you can say, hey, Nui, Danny, you guys are going way, way ahead of what you need to be. But no, there's no reason why you shouldn't start looking at these games and start looking at the standings and thinking that this is what you need to do. Start looking right now. Jason, Gary, you talking about stacking together wins. You're stacking together wins, but you're also looking at uh,
0: – Like, how do, how do I get there? Like, how do I get to a point to where it matters uh, if Arizona loses or if Green Bay loses? We continue to win these games and get better and better each week. This is our goal. Our goal is to win our division. They're not goal list to get that bye week. They're not goal list to go to uh, NFC Championship and then Super Bowl. Like, you have to have these things listed out, right? And you have a process for how you get there. And Amari Cooper was great at, at, at kind of painting the picture for what we need to do to continue to uh, get better each, each and every week.
2: The one blessing you're going to have for the Cowboys right now is you get Arizona. You get them. And you get them at home. Sunday, January 2nd. So – if you need to handle some business to go get it, and Arizona's that team, you've got your shot. You get Arizona, then you end the season on the road against Philadelphia. And who knows where Philadelphia is at that point in time in terms of their record. And my goodness gracious, they're going through so many injuries here. So the uh, let's take a break here. I want to just look a little bit right here at this Cowboys schedule. Mm. Let's dive into this schedule right here and... Man.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to hold my tongue. I'm going to say I'm gonna it. I'm going to
2: hold my tongue a little bit here. Uh, he's Danny McRae, the ultimate survivor. of am Newey Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com all on DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero, guacamole. The Cowboys way,
3: where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition oh, going. Boy. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details.
2: Now let's get to work. Back.
1: Back to the Players' Lounge.
2: Be the first to receive new offers, event information, and more when you sign up to receive text messages from the team. Text COWBOYS to NFL DAL, that is 635325, to receive 10% off your next pro shop order. Message frequency may vary. Message and data rates may apply. Danny McCray, the ultimate survivor, former Dallas Cowboys, undrafted free agent safety. I'm Newey Scruggs, longtime Cowboys Reporter. This is the Hope the Players. we talking about hotels.com. We appreciate hotels.com as our sponsor. Okay, Cowboys 4 and 1. Take away those, those ESPN haters like Dan Orlovsky. They don't beat anybody. You've beaten a first-place 4-1 Chargers team. You've beaten a Carolina Panthers team, which came in here with the number one defense in two statistical categories, and you handled them. You handled them. Should have beat Tampa. And you are only lost it. It's a last-second field goal to the world champions on Thursday night in the home opener in their place. Hard to argue with what we're seeing. I'm starting to look at the schedule. Man... <laughs>
0: I've been looking at this schedule for a good good minute, Nui. I
2: I try to be Lead and Keel. Okay? I've been disappointed too much too much, man. Been disappointed so much, man. Okay. Yeah, I've been disappointed. I've been disappointed many a time. Hop on the train, Nui. <sighs> hop on the train. I, I am worried about the game this weekend. Okay. Why? Why? Number one, I gotta find out what are, what's the weather conditions. What are the weather conditions in New England? Remember, last time they went up there, it was a little, whole lot of rain. And you even saw with Tampa Bay, they went up there in a whole lot of rain. We're
0: going to do a whole lot of running.
2: And Bill Belichick makes it hard on you. He doesn't make it easy. And you just saw what they did to Tampa Bay. It didn't make it easy. So, Cowboys right now, four-point favorite on Sunday in Foxboro. I expect them to win the game. Patriots have not won a home game this year, by the way. Yeah. Have not won a home game this year. So, uh, two and three, New England Patriots, followed by... A game in Minnesota against boy, I need to book. Hold
0: on, let's just, let's just, let's just go. Let's book. go. Let's go. Let's go one by one. Okay, so New England, you're worried. Uh, they they did push Tampa to the limit, but Tampa does not have a running game, and I think that we are we have gotten better since we played Tampa. Um, so I'm not really worried. Judon is a, is a player. I see like matchup problems we may have, okay. but I don't see as a team that we have an issue beating uh, New England.
2: Okay, uh, then after that it's a, another road game, NBC Sunday Night Football to face the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are 2 and 3. Got a miracle win yesterday against Detroit the last second. Dalvin Cook is battled an in leg injury all uh, all basically the last 3 games. Minnesota's not what they used to be under Mike Zimmer. They're just not. And while these two teams have played each other the last couple seasons and they've been they've been good football games they've been good football games so um
0: once again i see i see a matchup problem uh they have some receivers that we're we're going to have to figure out how to get all of these guys covered uh, talking about Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen uh they are still playing well um yeah. but defensively can't match up
2: you, you got i mean you just got they can't match up right now just looking at this you say man and you're thinking for Minnesota, you should have guys back. Yeah. Can't match up. We have a we have
0: some matchup issues, but we do not have team issues when we play those those two teams that we just mentioned. So
2: losing record New England two and three, Minnesota two and three record right now. Then you get at home the Denver Broncos, who are three and two. Started off three and zero, oh, beating cupcakes. Okay.
0: They might have a losing record by the time they come to
2: Dallas. They have lost two straight. They have lost two straight football games. Then you get Dan Quinn's Atlanta Falcons at home. Falcons are two and three. They beat the Giants. They beat the Jets. So outside of New York, they can't <laughs> find a win. <laughs> so, so not worried. I, not, I don't even see matchup problems there. I, I, have, a, I have this little feeling. The defense is not going to make sure this is a W <laughs> for the coordinator and for the DB coach and for the D line coach. Absolutely. I just got a real strange. They're going to make sure that that's a dub there. Then you go to Kansas City. I'm going to that football game. Kansas City is in last place. They are two and three. This is a team that has some identity issues. Train right stopper
0: nosebleed.
2: And 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 that identity is, is is you're just trying to rely on Patrick Mahomes to just win everything and.
0: You got no running I, game, no defense. Not worried.
2: I, I don't know whether or not it's just people have caught up to, but th- look, they're, they're, they're not who they used to be. So then it's a Thanksgiving Day game at home against the Raiders. Raiders are 3-2, and two, winning record. That loss yesterday to Justin Fields and the Bears, good nine, teams don't let that happen.
0: Nine points. Nine points. You're supposed to have an MVP conversation quarterback. They go play Chicago and they score nine.
2: Boy, that was a turd. That was a turd. So that's a Thanksgiving Day game. And then they play on Thursday again. This one is a trip down to the Superdome to face Jameis and the Saints who are three and two right now. Then after that becomes a very it's it's a big NFC East stretch to finish the season at Washington, December twelfth. Home, I should say, at the Giants. Then home against Washington. So that's pretty interesting. Get Washington in, in in two two games in three weeks. Then it's that Arizona game, and then you end the season against Philadelphia. So right now the Cowboys only have three games against teams currently with a winning record. Denver, who's three and two, started out three and zero, lost the last two. They lost to Baltimore. They lost yesterday. Got Saints who are three and two. Arizona five and ooh. So.
0: You know, if if I'm looking at the schedule and I'm saying, goodness, you know, if I had to be nitpicky and and and, and think of a team that may give us a real problem besides Arizona, I, I mean, just because Kansas City is Kansas City, that 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 would probably be the only one where I say if we come out and play our best game, it's gonna be a really, really good game. If if they come out with their best with, with their best effort. Any of these other teams on there, our best effort versus their best effort. We get the win, and I think that's automatic. Now, yeah, of course, is it's, you know it doesn't always work that way, and sometimes you come out and the offense might not be playing well, defense not, might not be playing well, but if we come and we show up with that Amari Cooper attitude, taking care of the little things and getting better each and every week, I'm, I'm not really worried about any of these games. I think the Arizona game will be a really, really good game, two really good offenses, uh, but our, I think our defense is better
2: break down and look into the Chiefs 2 and 3 record. That first game of the year is so a 33-29 comeback uh, victory. Again, game the Cleveland should not have lost. And you just look at that, and you go back there and you just go to, you go into that is the the Chiefs won it, but I look at that even more so the Browns lost it. Absolutely. That game. You had a big lead there. You couldn't close the show. Uh, they lose to Baltimore on a Sunday night 36-35. They lose at home. To the Chargers, thirty to twenty-four. They go to Philadelphia and they beat Philly forty-two to thirty. Listen, listen how many points they giving up per game? You, you ain't said twenty nothing yet. <laughs> unless
0: they score twenty, they're not stopping anyone. And what you do, listen when you playing against us? If you not what If you can't stop us from scoring, you can't win the game. I think I've only been a part of one game where it was like. We can't stop scoring, and we lost. And that was when uh, Peyton Manning was with Denver, and they came here. And it was just back and forth, right? The only way we stopped them was interceptions, and that's the only way that they stopped us. Yeah, and uh, it was whoever had the ball last was winning the game. Well,
2: the interception and triple coverage. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then, yeah then the yeah. sheriff
2: gets the ball just runs out the clock, kick the field goal. And like, yeah. Yes, yes. So when you want to look at points, uh, the Cleveland offense scored 29. Then the Baltimore offense scored 36. The Chargers offense scored 30. Philadelphia's offense scored 30, and then Buffalo last night ran uh, had 30 points, but there was a pick six in there. Uh, so, look, there, there's problems in, in, in Kansas City. And so the game that you looked at to start the season, you thought, ah, you know what, man, it's going to be okay. Uh, you know, It was a loss there. No, don't, do not chalk that up to, as, as a loss at all in this football game. Cleveland had a 22-10 to 10 lead in that football game. In the at, at halftime, twenty two to ten, and then they just uh, fell asleep. It, yeah, well you, you you know you can't. You're up 29-20 in the fourth quarter with ten minutes to go, and then you allow them to score two touchdown passes, so a seventy five yarder to Tyree Kill, and then a, a you know ended up with a, a eight yard pass, the um, you know, three play eight you know three play drive, fifteen yards, which means there's there had to be a turnover, yeah, there's some, yeah turnover there somewhere. So you can't make those kind of I mistakes.
0: I think Joe fumbled. Chubb fumbled. So they're trying to run out the clock and he fumbles the ball. Um, they, yeah, they, they gave it away.
2: Yeah, yeah. these are the kind of And look, yesterday, the, one more time for the Browns. I mean, okay. <laughs> you know, you get a shootout like that. You got a great teams to get a shootout with the Chargers. So personally, I think they got a quarterback issue. I think Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback, not a franchise. I, and you have a decision to make. Are you going to write that check or are you going to go look for something better?
0: <sighs> you know, it depends on what's available because uh, there's a guy who says he wants to get out of his contract next year, and that's my man A-Rod. Um, look at the team around Baker Mayfield. Look at the defense they have. You add a guy like Aaron Rodgers to your team, you're automatic Super Bowl contender. Easy. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what check am I writing? Somebody call him as if, he's, if he wants to come to Cleveland. if That is an option.
2: The pitch I make to Aaron Rodgers is, hey, call LeBron. Ask him how it felt to win and how he was celebrated. That's for basketball. That's not a basketball town. They love basketball because of LeBron. But Danny, when I worked there, they were a playoff team, and they weren't selling out playoff games. In fact, they played the Knicks in a playoff game one year, and the Cleveland Indians baseball team was playing across. This is April. So it's a regular season baseball game versus the NBA playoff game. Baseball game sold out. Well, LeBron was at the game the other day. They can ask (laughs) him. But but I go to Aaron. You come here, you're celebrated as that guy. Even though you are a Packer forever, they will celebrate you as a Cleveland Brown who came here and did that thing that gave them their first championship since 1964.
0: Let, Let me tell you what you don't have to do, all right? You don't have to tell LeBron anything. LeBron is already ready to call Aaron Rodgers. As a matter of fact, they probably already sending messages back and forth. Hey, man, it would be real good if you came down to Cleveland You know, and showed, showed the city some love, all right? They will remember you forever. You will be legendary.
2: Now, I, I, I couched that with someone else who, who covers the league who said, I think he goes to Denver, and that John Elway will be able to go ahead and let him, you know, like, hey, look, man, this is what you want to do. And I said, you're right. They do know how to win Super Bowls there. They've won two Super Bowls with different quarterbacks. Been three Super Bowls with different quarterbacks through the the years. But if you win in Denver, you're just another great Hall of Fame quarterback. Hey, you did what Peyton Manning did. You did what John Elway did. You go to Cleveland, man. And I can attest to this from working. It's a different atmosphere. He'll be loved in Denver. They may name babies after you. <laughs> I mean, that's just—it's just a different level of winning. And Denver's great now, okay? It's one of the all-time great fan bases there. I, you know, they're great. But I'm just telling you, it's even. Better there because they haven't won. Denver knows, you know, your, your kids have seen the championship. Anybody <laughs> kids in Cleveland, ain't, you ain't got a child, ain't seen a championship in 1964. Your kids ain't seen one. Okay, hey, hey, just stay on over
0: though. Anyway, you already on that side. Just go on. Just stay over there. You know, hey man, I'll, I'll just tell them this. You ain't, just one year. <laughs> just give us one. Just sell out like the, uh, like the Rams do. We're going we're gonna, to uh, leverage everything for, for now. We're going to give away all our number one draft picks, whatever. It don't matter, Aaron. We just want you for this year. You decide what you want to do
2: after that. And you know what will be very interesting now? So if he goes there, and he's got – if, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Cleveland, Cleveland, he's got those State Farm commercials. <laughs> Progressive going to have to pull him May- at home with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I mean – Uh,
0: You know what, Baker, man? I hope hope you play better. I hope you play (laughs) better. I I I want you to make your money, man. I mean,
2: he 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 could really – boy, I mean, whoo. It'd be a big old shift of some things around there, man. All right, Danny McRae, New East Scruggs on the Cowboys. Victory Monday. Our guy, Chris Bean, man, we appreciate you. Big Will back there. Everybody who helps put together these podcasts. Uh, Hopefully, church can get a flight home. Let's hope church can get a flight home. First class. I mean, you know – Stay away from Southwest, Church. Serious drinking wine and coffee today, <laughs> thinking about maybe coming home. But we will be back here tomorrow. All right, coordinators talk today. So let's be very interesting to kind of catch up on what they have to say. Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, Bones Fossil. So we'll, we'll bring that to you tomorrow. on What the coordinators had to say as they get ready to go to New England to face the 2-3 and three Patriots. That's our show. We'll catch you tomorrow. Mix shots coming up at the bottom of the hour right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio Network.